Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Tamel Pittman, proud owner of Uppercuts Barbershop. And I'm Lonnie Horn, proud owner of World Class Faders Barbershop. And you are watching the For the Culture uh, podcast here with the United Barbers Club. Just to let you know, if you guys want to be a member, it's real easy. Go to unitedbarbersclub.com. It's absolutely free. Uh, email, name, and birthday. Right? Social security number. <laughs> we need the, your firstborn's blood. <laughs> your mom's maiden blood name. Blood type, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, man, I'm so excited. Um, you know, this is a, we, we have a guest today that I've seen uh, in different parts of social media here and there. But to put a face, not only a face, to put a personality hey. with the name, which is what we just got through talking about. It, it's, it, just, it just excites the hell out of me, man. So with no further delay, man, we got the one and only Los Cut It in the building. House, what's up, everybody? Shot town, not what much, up? man. Pleasure. Uh, I, I, I know T probably got somewhere he want to go with it, but no, I'm no, going to start. I'm gonna start straight <laughs> with what you just said. Chicago. Chicago. It tripped me out, man. We were just talking, and I'm like, wow, dude. I, all this time, I'm tapping into you here and there, but not realizing that we're from Chicago's the, the hometown. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. How does that? How does it? I don't know. How how does it feel being out somewhere like this and knowing that you're representing for the city like that, man? It's cool, man. Everywhere I go, I, I, I rep Chicago big time. If you know me, if you got to talk to me, you know that I either got Jays on or a Chicago Bulls hat on or something yeah. that represents Chicago, the colorway. But I just take pride in my city, man. You know, following it and living in the shadow of Michael Jordan and all the greats like Kanye and all that. It, it's, it's good to be from somewhere that you know people have made it big. So just following the steps in the in the industry, man. That's all I'm doing. That's fire, man. Yeah, I, I had to ask him that. <laughs> How long you been barbering? I've been barbering for 24 years, man. 24, 24 years. years. Now, what is it that that uh, was the change for you to get so uh, well known in this industry? I think just being in the 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 front line of it all, man. Just you know, making my Instagram. I was just telling him that I got five, over 5,000 posts. I don't delete any, anything. So anyone that does look at my Instagram and wants to see what my journey is, you can go all the way to the bottom and see how it all started. Uh, just being in the front line of everything and following uh, mentors like Pacino the Barber that yeah, was doing a lot of stuff yeah, that was paving the wave. So following through with Pacino's and following through, like he was doing, uh, I remember going to the show specifically and seeing him working for Wall and seeing him on stage and to me being like, whoa, man, how gangster would it be to be on stage mm. for a company like that, that's crazy. Or seeing him on magazines or when he came out with his app. All that was just mind blown because it wasn't being done in the industry. Nope. Mind you, I come from an era where people would be like, what do you do for a living? Like, you got a job? And I'm like, oh, I, I just cut hair for like five, ten bucks. And they're like, cut hair? Damn, what else are you going to do? So it was very, mm. like, frowned upon. It, people yeah. looked down at it so heavily. So I take so much pride in this industry because I came from where that started. Seeing people like Pacino's to now becoming a global educator, ambassador for both Level 3 and Babyliss, traveling all over the world, being on magazines, being just doing everything that I've done, having my own clipper out and trimmer out globally. Come like, it's, it's crazy, right? But I, we were just talking about, like, you're thinking, like, oh, I'm not here. There. There's uh, goals that people want to reach. But I think the one thing people need to remember that it isn't the goal that you want to reach. It's the journey that you got to follow through mm. and all the BS that you got to go through. That's what's enjoyable. So right now you're telling me like, oh, we want to get here. We want to get better. But enjoy this. Yes. Because this is, because I'll tell you what, if you guys are true entrepreneurs, which I can see that you are, <laughs> it'll never feel like you made it. So if you have a goal or a certain place you want to reach, it'll never feel like you got to that mountaintop and you're like, I'm here. 
you'll always have, you'll, you'll live, it's a blessing and a curse. You'll always have that, that feeling of you're not good enough and mm. you're not where you want to be. But if you embrace that and flip it and understand that, you enjoy the journey. And when you enjoy that journey like I have, things start to happen. I don't know how you feel about this, man. Hey, come on, thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't know how you feel about this, man, but to me, I, sometimes confirmations come spiritually through other people. Other people. Energy we don't lie. literally just had this talk right here. Was it this morning or last night in our hotel? Last night. We've been, we've been having it a lot lately. A lot of people has been... Yeah, but, I, but specifically what he just tapped yeah. on or being... Uh, enjoying the present yes. thing that's going on right now. I literally just said that that's what I'm discovering because you're going to always keep on, uh, okay, I made it it's here. It's never going to be good enough. Right. So thank you for that confirmation, man. And and I just love your energy. One thing I want to ask you is, so people looked at you, oh, just a barber, five or ten bucks. Where did you get that drive from to say, even though it's frowned upon, this is what I want to do and this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to do it, I'm, I'm going to push hard through it. Where did you get that from having that opposition at that time? I was just, you know what, man? It, was, it wasn't even about just barbering. I could have been a rock collector. I could have been, <laughs> I could have been sewing sweaters. Whatever I would have got into, I would have been a beast at it just simply because of my work ethic and how I operate and how I view things. I've never been someone that's followed people's ways. I've always tried to figure out my own ways, even if, I, if, it, if it meant failing a thousand times. I've always figured it out. So when it came to barbering, yeah, I did what I had to do and I had to operate in business-wise. If I work at a barbershop, I had to work and follow those rules. But you best believe when that shop closed, I did my own thing. Mm. So being a creative, being an artist, and I preach this all the time when I educate. Guys, you're going to get burnt out. 24 years, how many times do you think my fire burnt out? It burnt the yeah. hell out. But if, if you guys just take one haircut a week for yourself, so you do everything you have to do at the shop, but one day a week you cut or do something that you love doing, whether it's color, designs, or anything fun, that what keeps that fire burning and that's what you can share on social media and that's you sharing you you're not just sharing your your basic fades and your basic so that's how i was able to stand out because i put in work the work was being put but when i was doing these creative dope cuts these designs that i got known for or just doing all, anything fun with color that's what really got my name out there because a lot of people think that you have to wait on somebody to walk into your shop and ask for that mm. whereas in me i was recruiting people and paying people to get stuff done got you because by paying people they can do whatever you want yep. got you yeah yep. we just That's talked game. about that yes. we just talked about yes that. man you should have been to dinner with us yeah. the last two days <laughs> yeah. everything yeah. you're talking about is confirming yeah. Yeah. it man. you guys get it people sit here and be like oh i put i put free stories off free haircut nobody bites i'm like well dude Offer them a hundred bucks because that little hundred dollars can get you a post that can go viral, that can create more opportunities, and that's literally like investing in your own self. That's yes, real. It is. But that's I, I don't so think real. people see that, man. People just they just sit around and wait for yeah. opportunity, man. And I, I never did that. That's what it was. I never waited for opportunity. I always created my own, man. Now, with the coloring, uh, how how soon did that start after being a barber? Is that something color, that you... like vibrant colors or like enhancements? Yeah, yeah, vibrant colors. Oh, that started late, man. I think that started around right after COVID. I got I met my brother Poppy Blends. You guys are familiar with Poppy Blends or not? No. No. Poppy Blends, he's a he's a Honduran, like he's a Latino, but he's Honduran. He was really known for like trimming people's heads down and just uh, bleaching them and doing like dope colorways yeah. and all that. So seeing that, it's that I share this with people like, it's okay to get inspired by people, but just don't copy. You don't yeah, have to copy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, get inspiration and then throw your own twist into it. That's how you become originality. Yeah. Because the definition of originality is to, uh, 
taking something and make it unrecognizable from its original source. That's mm. the creativity. That's your. That's the definition of originality and creativity. So. I took what he was doing, all that cool color, but now I was like, how can I make it my own? Well, guess what? I carved designs. So I started carving designs out and then adding color. So that all happened like 2021-ish. Oh, wow. So it's recent. But I've been going really hard with it. And I and if you guys don't notice, a lot of 80-90% of my models are females. Yep. Why is that? Is it more exciting to see a girl Whoa. get her head shaved and get a design than a guy? Fuck yeah, it is. Yes, I don't it know is. if I can curse. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, fuck yeah, 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 fuck relax, yeah. Hey, relax with us, Los. Be yeah, Los. Be Los with us. But, but that's one of the things when I became a platform artist is like, I remember watching people like, okay, Pacino's is up there doing a fade. Damn, this guy's up there doing a haircut, a taper. That was all cool, but how, when is enough enough? When am I going to get bored of seeing that? Yeah. So I've always known that if someone's passing by at a show and they see a girl shaving her hair off, getting a design down, the odds of them stopping to watch that are going to be greater than if I was just doing a lineup and a taper. Do you realize that that's marketing genius right there? Yeah. Are you familiar <laughs> with Step the Barber? Who, Step? Step the Barber. So Probably. Step's out of Atlanta. Uh, he's, he's a heavy hitter too. Okay. I just met him in Dallas, and his whole page is full of women haircuts, nothing else. And he gave so much game about how it's a, it's a marketing pitch. Yeah, and no disrespect to the ones that aren't the model ones, but those are the ones that make it onto to his page 100%. because it's, all, it's like fishing. You're throwing yeah. that hook out there. That's genius, man. Thank you, man. And no, trial and error, man. You know, I used to do a lot of guys and it was cool, but uh, I just noticed that the one time I had a girl reach out and she had a shaved head, she was like, let's do something. I seen how it spiked up. I'm like, oh, we got something here. And I just kind of went with it, you know? Now, you're not just taking uh, a dye, bleaching the hair and then just adding color. You actually got to be like a color specialist to be able to have it transition into like ombre and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Where did you go to, to get that that uh, craft from? I'm a natural artist, man. I, as a kid, I used to draw in color all the time, you know? Mm. So, like when I say artist, I tattooed. Nobody, a lot of people don't know. I used to tattoo for about two years. They know now. Yeah, I, in my early 20s, like 2021, 20, I tattooed, but I couldn't tattoo and cut hair. And at the time, I was like, all right, what's paying the bills right now? I could tattoo one person and never see them again, or I can cut people that continuously come every week. So at the time, it made more sense to stick with hair because it was more consistent. But the, the artistic side of me, when I was getting burnt out and just doing regular haircuts, it started becoming a business. I started hating what I was doing. But I knew that every time I did something fun and creative, my artistic side, it lit that fire back up. So when I got into like designs and coloring and all that, that's just all me being an artist. That's me showing myself on a hair. That's it. Nice. You know? Can you share a little bit about your your um, what's your barber world like now? Are you are you cutting in the shop? Are you? Yeah. Okay. So, what's man? It's so cool, right? On Instagram, I see a lot of people arguing about like. How much should a barber charge? What's too oh, cheap? Let's What's talk too about yeah, it. Let's know, talk about it. But here's my thing, man. This industry is so big and so yes, wide that there is no one way to do anything. Nope. You can't we talk sit about here. That all the time. You can't sit here and tell people how you could tell people what works for you and let yes. them decide. But when I see people say, this is too expensive or this is too cheap, or we need focus on yourself, man. Focus on yourself. I make a living through companies that pay me. I don't have to cut hair, and I say that with all due respect. Amen. I can sleep all day and play video games all day, and I still get that check coming in every month from multiple companies, right? But I, <laughs> AJ Majors in the building. But 
I cut hair because I truly love cutting hair. What I didn't like was working 12 hours a day like a damn slave. Mm. That's what I didn't like. So what I do now, I cut hair for two reasons, to stay sharp yep. and to stay in contact with the people that have been with me for damn. 10, 15 years. And that still brings fulfillment into my world. So I, instead of doing 18 people a day, now I do maybe two, maybe three. And I only work three days a week. That is enough for me to say, ah, I got it out of the way. I'm good. I feel good. But it gives me the most important thing, which is time, yes. financial freedom. Yes. I could do and create other things and get creative and do what I really want to do. Yeah. So when people sit here and say, and this is for everybody that's wondering, how much should I charge? Man, you charge what you want to charge. Yes. You, if, you, if you're too, and I said this a while back, they went viral. If you're too busy, you're too cheap. Too the cheap. day that you can't even eat your food because mm. you're so busy, or you can't even see your family or your kids, when you're stressing like that, raise your prices. Raise your prices. But if you're chilling and you got time and you got angry birds on your phone and you all types of, <laughs> and I ain't got a single game on my phone. But if you got that type of time, then you shouldn't raise your prices. If anything, you should be cutting hair for free just to prove the concept wow. or to create content. Wow. When I was at a shop and I wasn't cutting hair, you know what I was doing? I was thinking of my next move. Yes. I was on YouTube. I was studying. I was never I, I was never just killing time. If I wasn't cutting, I was working on my next move. And yes. I think a lot of people, yeah. they, they, they lack that, man. Yeah, no, yeah. that breakdown was big, man. Every Actually, you touched a lot of things that I'm working on myself right now. I love how you bought your time back. Like that's what you that's what you really just broke down in essence, man. You yeah. brought your time back. But the keeping the keeping in contact with the industry, man, that that's fire. Are you at your own shop? Are you at, under somebody else's shop? Uh, man, I'm in my I got a studio headquarters Chicago, three thousand square feet. It's yeah, me yeah. and my photographer. I got a cyclorama wall, I got two stations with a stage, I got a podcast that's area in the you're back. Doing all that yeah. So I create so a lot of people ask me, like, yo, Los, what what spiked that idea to create a studio? And if you guys haven't seen it, Look up Headquarters Chicago. One word, Headquarters Chicago. It's on your it's on your bio right here too. Oh yeah, there you go. So that's my space. And you can actually look at like maybe one of the first videos and you here, let me see. I'll, I'll pick I'll pick the one video that that are, that are literally Man, that, that the, show the, you the what description it is. of what you built is so, so dope. So right here, this one right here. Watch that. So that's uh, my space. So that, people think, oh that's your barbershop. That, that, that's my playground. Uh, Whoa. I do. I got a bar in there, a kitchen. I got two bathrooms, two showers. We're coming by. We're coming by to visit this spot. <laughs> hey, when we come to Chicago, can we come and visit? Of course, man. Uh, we we could probably do a podcast out. there, dude. No, no joke. We yeah. uh, we'll be we want to get on your podcast. Yeah, yeah that's Seriously. what I'm saying. Can you tell us about your podcast? Where it's at now? Yeah, it, What's it's the on YouTube. With it? In the cut. In the cut. That's what it's called. In the cut. So in the cut with whoever the guest yes, is. Yes. Uh, we had man. I had so, so many great names. It's just so hard because I need to delegate. I have recorded so many episodes, but it doesn't hit because I don't have anyone to chop my clips up. Mm. But what I'm doing is building a foundation. I got big names on there, but sooner or later, when I get the time to hire the right person, I'm gonna have so much footage that I can so, chop up oh, yeah. and then like, just right. unleash. So right now, I'm just building the concept behind it, and I do it because it's fun. Yeah. For you guys, it's very therapeutic. It you is. guys get it to sit here and just talk and shoot the shit because as barbers, that's what we were bread to do yeah. is just to cut hair and shoot the shit with people so the podcast even though I don't make money off of it even though I don't get thousands of views one the quality is phenomenal it and two is. I could always come back 10 years later and look at that story with that person and yes. be like damn look at that conversation I always say it feels like we're cheating yeah. I, I say this a lot because I want to meet a Los Cut It you know, I want to I wanna know more about his story. I want to know more than what I'm scrolling through right here. So I feel like, wow, we're blessed that we can say, hey, can we interview you? Yeah. We sit down and now I can ask you all of those questions that, that People wanna know. you couldn't get here. Yeah, so yeah. no, it's dope, man. What made you start that podcast and when did you start it? 
So, Jake, so man, listen, man. With me, I've always been, and I say this all the time, like I take more pride wearing barber t-shirts than I do Louis, Gucci, and all That's that, right? Fire. It's such an exclusive uh, club that we're in yeah. that as a barber, it, I mean, it would make no sense somebody that works at Home Depot to wear a barber, local barber. <laughs> you know what I mean? Could they wear it? Of course. But... It just takes it makes more sense for somebody like us to wear barbers stuff. So, what inspired that was when COVID hit and we were getting these PPE loans from the government. I filed a very modest, you know, request and I got like 14 bands from the government where most of my guys were out here buying dumb shit. Yeah. I said, what can I get that's gonna eventually bring value later? So I spent another five. I spent almost 19000 on my equipment, lights, cameras, uh, mics, everything Whoa. for a podcast. And at first, I was just testing stuff to see what it was. But it wasn't until like about a year and a half ago that I really started taking it serious. And stuff that I bought in 2020, now we're in 2023 using this. And that's where my investment went. It was just the fact that as a platform artist globally traveling, talking to people, I got really good at talking to people. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Why not just... I got, I, I, there's not one person in this world as a barber that you can name that I don't have a reach. And I say that respectfully. Yeah. No, right? that's, that's real. So why not take that that, sh that weapon and, and be able to bring anyone I want on my podcast? Yep. Because if you say, hey, this person from London, trust me, if I don't know them, I know someone who does. Yeah. But right now what I'm trying to do is just prove the concept that my podcast works. And once I do that, I'll be more than happy to invest in it and fly people out and to do all that shebang, you know? Nice. Let's talk about the industry a little bit. Let's do it, man. Uh, I want to know what do you think where do you think our industry is headed and then I want to ask you some other stuff about like uh, man units and S&Ps the industry man listen guys I'm going to tell you I'm going to keep it 100 because this is what I this see this is what we want it's going to merge sooner or later right the, the women and the men is, yeah. gonna, is no longer going to be a male-dominant industry. I guarantee no, you. We know right? that. Cosmetology is emerging in. Barbers are emerging in. Everybody wants to learn from one another. They're making tools now. Babyliss is making tools. They're coming soon. Matte black. Where not only are you going to be able to have a clipper that's a matte black that looks fire, that's going to go along with the line of hot tools, curling irons, and all that. That's the same colorway as your tools. So as a barber, you're going to feel good on everything, right? Because it isn't like now nah, you buy a badass clipper. It looks cool, but then you don't want to go get a curling iron that's like, like baby blue, you know what I mean? Or white and all that. Right. So to have an essential kit of everything, because now, think about it, right? And this time, this day and age, guys are letting their hair grow. You got guys that are more concerned about their hair products. Can you, uh, can you wax this? Can you do that? And then you got girls that are yep. shaving their hair off and keeping their hair short. Right? Real tough. So it's no longer can I get a woman's haircut or a men's cut. Now it's like short or long. So I, my vision is that, one, from my experience, women are better employees they buy their own shit they're not borrowing yes. from other people right they're very <laughs> responsible they're very nurse nursing right now uh, what's the word i'm looking at? nurturing uh, nurturing right so if, if it all the way i'm seeing it if women keep coming and and killing the game eventually they're gonna take over if barbers men don't pick up the slack because a lot of guys will become barbers simply just to do whatever they want and become exactly. their own boss but they don't realize, dude, when you're an entrepreneur, you're going to work 10 times harder than if you're an employee. Hell, yes. Right. yes. And if you can't even run your chair, what makes yeah. you think you're going to run an empire? Bro? The way yeah. I describe it is I tell them, you still have a job. The only difference is you own your job. Now. Yeah. You're responsible for yeah. everything. You own your Man, job. Man, dude, let me tell you like this, dude. 
me being me and what I've created, if I would just go back to a barbershop and just rent my chair and that was all my obligations, oh, dude. Right, I would, right. right. The, you see the, the amount of peace, the <laughs> amount of peace and relaxation that I would have, but some people can't even get to work on time. No. But want, want to be a boss. No. I'm like, bro, listen, my uncle, and I don't mean to prolong this. Oh, no. no my this, uncle, this, this, please, loosen up, My man. uncle once told me, he was like, Hey, mijo, what time you wake up? And I was like, oh, like, I don't know, like 7, 7, 8, depending on what time I go to bed. And he's like, man, he's like, must be nice. And I'm like, why you say that? What time you get up? He's like, I get up at 4. I'm like, 4 a.m.? He's like, yeah, I'm like, what time you get off? He's like, I get off at 5. And I'm like, what do you do when you get off? He said, man, I go home with my kid, eat, maybe go to the gym. I'm like, see, you get off at 5. I wake up, and that's when work starts. And when I go to sleep at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, that's when work ends. I don't get off. There is no time. Mm. They're like, from the moment I wake up to the moment I sleep, there's work that's being conducted. I don't be like, all right, I'm, I'm clocking out, guys. Let's, let's yeah. go fucking, let's go watch the Bears play and lose for eight hours. No, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> I'm constantly always working. So, yeah, even though you, you wake up three hours other than you, I work six more hours than you after that. So... That's one thing that I tell people. It's like, dude, if you're, I think a lot of people, especially the people that had real jobs, they, they have this mindset of clocking out and then not having, for example, if you're a barber, shop closes at eight, all of a sudden, yo, let's go to the cross street to the bar or let's go get some drink or let's go here. You're, you're clocking out mentally. As an entrepreneur, I never clocked out because the day I clocked out for that business was the day I clocked in for my business mm. and I focused on my brand and all the crazy wow. stuff that I would be at the shop till three in the morning filming, cutting mm. to prove that. Yeah, I'm telling you. So that's the problem with a lot of people, man. And people that have regular jobs, they have this mindset of, oh, I get paid Friday. And the weekend should be the one weekend they should have fun yeah. and go out and fuck that, man. As an entrepreneur, my weekends are Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. I'm out when everybody else is at work. Man. And when everybody's downtown and partying, I'm inside the house and I'm chilling. I stay away from the crowds. And having that mindset where I wake up every Monday morning and I'm like, what do I want to do today compared to people that wake up Monday morning like, oh, I got to go to work? Gotta go to Hell no, nah, man. And my biggest advice that I can share with people is, guys, have a plan. Because even if you're killing it at the shop, if you're just studying that hamster wheel, you're going to just fall into that matrix and you're never going to go nowhere. But if you have a plan, a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, and you live by it, you can work as hard as you want do the same thing over and over. But you have a plan that you're working towards. Yes. But if you don't know where you're going, you're just going to grow old. Yeah. And you're going to be that 40-year-old, 50-year-old barber with a hunchback, cutting hair, and wonder why things are going the same way. No. Yeah. That's game. So let's get into. Uh, I love all that, bro, and I I, love, I can hear your passion in all yes. of it too, yes. of course, man. Because I want people to get it, man. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, a lot of people don't get it. But the way you break it down is so yeah. logical. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I, I appreciate it. I, man, I'm a talker, yeah. but I just I was like literally captivated. I'm like, this dude is like speaking our our thoughts out loud. So it's nice. a, it's it's so great dope minds to hear you break like, it down, bro, man. Of course. One thing about all of your explanation was the the drive and the hustle that a lot of people would think, oh, Los cut it. He got it because. You know, he's loves cutting. He got the followers. They uh, don't know man. how much work goes into Hell it. Hell no, that followers. Um, it's funny you yeah. say that. I like. I love that he shared. I love that you shared um, the after hours. I'm in there shooting to three in the morning because guess what? When we go to your page, that dope video, we're like, oh, okay, yeah, shoot one of those real quick. Yeah, that ain't no real quick <laughs> shit. Like, there, no. there, there's videos in there where you watch it. It's a 30 second video. You'll watch it, and people don't know that that was a three day session. Wow. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was just edited into... It's like a movie, right? If you yeah. watch a two-hour yeah. movie, yeah. you don't realize that it took two years two to years. film that, yes. right? right? Yes. So you take that same concept and you wrap it up in content. Now, one of the things that I've also learned, guys, right now you're in the easiest stage of creating content. You no longer need great production. You pull out your cell phone and record anything and go viral, right? Yep. 
So people don't have, like my boy Barbara Josh O.P. from London, he says, if you just simply capture what you already do mm. and not go out of your way, because think about it. Say you want to go out of your way to create content. You hire a videographer, you hire a photographer, yep. you pay for a model, you go all this shit, you buy a fit, you're on camera, you put in all this work and you have these high expectations and that video flops. But if you already just grind hard and you just capture those moments, yeah. naturally, yeah. those can get more potential to go viral. Plus, it'll be easier for you to recreate because that's what right. you do that's already. That's what you do. That's so fire, man. Yeah. And simple. Simple, bro. Simple. Less is more nowadays, man. I'm telling you. Before we wrap this thing up, I do want to uh, get your take on S&P and uh, man units. Well, I think thoughts? it's great, man. I think it's great. I think... Uh, you know, it's, it's very cool to see that, that I mean, thank God I'm not balding or going bald, you know, <laughs> but I have to look at it from that perspective. Like, damn, if I was balding, should, would I get S&P? Fuck yeah, I would. You would? Or would I get it? Yeah, dude. Because here's the thing, right? And I, and I don't knock this at all because think about it, man. I went to cosmetology school for two years. There was a time where I'll see a girl and I'll be like, hey, what's up, girl? How you doing? You know, nice to see you again. And then that next day I would see the same girl and I didn't recognize her. <laughs> And I would walk past her, and she would be like, she would be like, damn, that's how you feel. And I'm like, oh shit, my bad, you look different. But in reality, right? So it's like, yo, come on. Like, the least us men can do is if we want to apply a little enhancement or put some hair units and all that, because anything that can make you feel confident, man. And shout out to the people that are open with it and are, yes. are on camera all yeah, over the world. Yeah. I could never. If I was getting that done, <laughs> nah. Put, I, put hey, Close the blinds. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. I, I'm not liking it, man. I I, I actually got S and P because I got a small reverse widow's peak. So oh, I, nice. I had a little line that goes up. So I got it done very lightly years ago. I got certified to be an S and P artist. Uh, when I got certified, it wasn't even a thing. But what I realized that I was like, all right, man, I'm trying to step away from the chair and doing S and P's bringing me back into the yeah. chair. So I stopped doing it, and now it became this massive thing yeah. so I'm with it man I'm with that I'm with with the man units shout out to Gucci Platano who uh, who's a monster with the hair units my uh, Dominican brother and I, I just love um, he won't tell me names but he's like bro Lowe's, if I gave you all the celebrities that I that I do hair units on you I'll blow your mind and I'm like damn wow. but he signed NDAs he can't talk about right, it right, but right. it just goes to show man like you, what you don't know won't hurt you yeah Dang, that's deep. You know what I mean? I, I, I do. Um, I do appreciate you even being vulnerable enough to share. Like, hey, I've I got some dots yeah, up yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I want to ask you about. Uh, I know we cutting. We're wrapping it up. I want to ask you about you, what the statement you just said. Stepping away from the chair. So earlier, it sounded like you found a balance where you're not you're not stretching yourself for 18 cuts anymore. Do you feel like you're still uh, that's still a goal of yours to step away from the chair, or do you feel like? The, where you've made it is your version of stepping away from the chair to where this is this is the cool balance you can maintain right yeah. here without overdoing it but not, but still being in touch well, where I made it today is exactly what I mean like I, I consider myself to be retired because nice. I cut hair because I want to cut yeah. hair you know and, have to. and every person that comes in so here's the thing I cut hair because I want to cut hair but at the same time my time to me is more valuable now right so when I tell my clients and this is very important too for anybody listening that's coming up Document your work. Document what you do. If you're traveling, if you're moving around and you're investing yourself, document that and share it with your clients. So that's what I did from the beginning when I was paying my own way at the exotic barber battles, paying my own boots, doing everything. I would come the next, you know, that, that next week and be like, yo, bro, look, I was at this show, I met this guy. So for years I kept doing it. So every time I raised my prices, people understood why. Because Lowe's, you're, I see you, bro. You're growing, you're getting bigger. So when they finally got to $200 a haircut, 
Yeah, did I lose people? Yes. But I also didn't just lose people. I redirected people. I was like, yo, bro, if you can't afford me, I understand. But check it out. My boy Jack that's been next to me Dope. for 10 years. Dope. Go to him. He'll take care of you. He knows how to cut your hair. So I always redirected everybody. And the ones that wanted to stay, they're like, no, fuck that. I need that lowest cut. It's 200. Yeah. So not, not only am I cutting less, I'm making the same, if not more, yeah. because I'm charging yeah. that $200 Dope. a piece. So, but it took... What, 15 years in the game of moving around yeah. to get to that? Yeah. Not, no, not 15 years, 10 years. From 2012 to 20, 11 years. It took that long to prove that concept. But I think a lot of people now, they work for a year at the shop, they get busy, and all of a sudden, yeah, it's 100 a cut. But it's like, dude, there's no foundation right here. You didn't prove shit. You just proved that you could get a little busy. Yeah. But if you if you blow up and you go viral, there ain't no foundation. Bit. You're going to collapse just as quick, man. Dang. So stay humble, man. Work hard, prove that concept first, share your journey with your clients because every time you level up, some people are not gonna level up with you nope. and some people are and that's how you, you move, man. That's how you move up. We're gonna have that be a drop the mic moment. <laughs> we wanna have other interviews with Lo, so we don't wanna get it all out I know, right now, I know, man. man. You're so interesting, dude. Like, uh, questions just keep popping in my head, but we understand we gotta, you know, nah, keep it contained, man. You know what, man? And you know, a lot of people, I, I just did a podcast over there, and I got another one scheduled later. Oh, no. And people are just like, man, bro, this, we're so lucky to have you. And it's like, dude, I don't look at this as in, I'm doing y'all a favor, you're doing me a favor. This is a win-win for all of us. I was us. about to say, it's, and, it's and a two-way move, man. This, if I could share my thought process, because a lot of people don't know me. You guys didn't know me nope. the way you do after this, right? Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. They just see what they see. And from, from what I see, like, I'll get girls that be like, man, you look like... Like you're unapproachable, you look this. And I'm like, what is it about me that gives you that impression? Because I'm not out here flaunting money. I'm not out here with Gucci bags. So all, all I do is positive messages for Barbie. But why do people think that I'm like that? And she's my, my, one of my girls is like, it's your facial features that give that away. So I love getting on here and sharing my word because people look at me different now when they get to talk to me. When they get to talk to me, they're like, man, I didn't know you was this, this open, this cool. And this is why you guys are hooking me up and I'm doing the same for y'all. So we work together and we both love, win, man. you know? Hey, I don't man. know if anybody picked up on what he said, but he said one of my girls. <laughs> <laughs> I pick up on little stuff. So, so you know what? Leave it there. Right. No, so check it out. So, don't, don't, let, me, let me explain that. So I cut. You turned I got a lot of um, I got a lot of female clients that are okay. gay. Okay. So those, okay. as those are what I owe my girls because you know my boys are my boys, my girls are my girls. Hey man, you you got don't just like we getting to know me, you. Man. You gotta get to know. I, I, us. I poke at people. Hey, he get, nah, he's he's he go, he, he gonna grab it. Yeah, he, he, he gonna grab it. <laughs> hey man, let me tell no, you though. I just I, I know you out here moving around a lot. For I sure. want you to know that the United Barbers Club. Um, we just we just we just so blessed of to course. be able to. It's not even just the name. It's the game. It's the process. It's the journey. Just the fact that you share all of that, man. That is so helpful. It's helped us. Yeah. You know everything I hear right here. I'm always dialing it into what I'm doing with my barber business, you know. So I just thank you, man. Of course. And, and I just want you to know we behind you 100%. 100% and, actually, a 1,000 now. It's like, right. like, like I'm finna troll the hell out of your <laughs> yeah, stuff, same, man. man. I'm just excited for of you, Of course, man. man. All right, all right, all right, all right. I, I know, I know. Go, Let, go what, what's next for Los? What, what do you, what do you, what's ahead of you right now, man? Oh, man, I just, uh, it was, this is my last year with uh, Babyless. I just got word that they want to increase me for another two years. So... That matches perfectly with my level three contract. Contract that's another two years. So I think for the next two years I'll be traveling and doing what I've been doing. At the same time, still trying to figure out a way 
to um, and I have a way I just don't want to share it because you know yeah. what they say don't give all your yeah. secrets yeah, away yeah, yeah, no. yeah. so I have an idea of how to stay in the industry without having to cut hair without having to travel but still help the future out so that's the goal is that once my contracts with these two amazing companies are over in the next two years I want to have something built up that I can fall back on because I think what a lot of people do is they get lost in the sauce yep. they work for this company and it's all about the company all about the company but they never work on themselves so when that company cuts you off and we all know how corporate gets down corporate will just be like hey man we're gonna go a different way this time peace so I've always been one of those like a planner I've always been preparing ahead so I'm like all right before my contract ends I need to know that when that stop that money stops coming in I got other money coming in so sooner or later in 2024 you guys will see what I'm up to nice. with my space and ideally that would be my my golden ticket to kind of fall back and still supply the industry with a lot of gems while I don't physically have to work anymore. You know Amen. I mean? Super inspired by you, man. Thank you, brother. Seriously, much success to you too. I do, likewise, brother. Yes, Appreciate sir. it. Where is this coming out? YouTube? It's coming out on Barberview TV. Hold on. Barberview <laughs> TV app. Uh, they will be dropping this, I think, uh, later in November, maybe early December. We're going to have a lot of uh, shorts that we'll have on our YouTube and on our Instagram. You got my number, man. Shoot me whatever, man. We'll love to share it. Done deal, man. Any way we can help and support, too, reach Likewise, out and man. let us Appreciate know. Appreciate it, brother. All right, Likewise, man. Lowe's Credit, United Barbers Club. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. That was dope, man. Man, that was